Welcome to the Fit Strength Performance Podcast, where you will be informed, educated, and empowered in order to take charge and take action so you can reach your athletic and or fitness goals. The only way for you to get stronger, faster, and better conditioned is to be consistent every day, all year long, doing things that will ensure your mind and body are strong and resilient. If you're ready to make changes, then let's go. Hey, what's going on? In this episode, I'm going to discuss how to increase upper body rotational power. This is going to be a great episode to help volleyball players and or any athlete that rotates in their sport to improve their performance, reduce injuries, and even give you a playbook as far as how you can enhance your overall performance. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Fit Trade Performance Podcast, and welcome to another episode. So today I want to highlight how to train the upper body, um, especially for rotational athletes. You know, at Fit Strength, we work with a lot of volleyball players, um, a good amount, and it's a conversation that comes up with a lot. And I think first I have to identify that when, when we're working with athletes, whether it's a basketball player or a volleyball player, you know, having proper overhead mobility, having proper, um, you know, having the fundamental strength and the, and the capability of moving the body appropriately and letting it do its job um, is important for any athlete and even being able to produce power with the upper body. So this isn't going to be something that only volleyball players should focus on or only baseball players. You know, it's important that all athletes can do these things I'm going to talk about especially um, to have healthy shoulders. And the same thing goes for adults, you know, but in this conversation about how to improve upper body rotational power, you know, it stemmed from having conversations with the athletes at the gym. Um, so I have four main points to, to identify if you want to improve your upper body rotational power. So number one, we have to look at both shoulder and hip function. So when we're looking at healthy shoulders and healthy hips, you know, that's going to allow the, the body to do its job, especially if you're a volleyball player or even a baseball player, you know, and even a basketball player, you know, because we have to have proper um, dissociation from the hip and shoulder. So you have to be able to move your hip as well as separate that from your shoulder. So you're not moving both as one unit, right? So if I turn my hips to the right, I don't want my shoulders to go with it, right? I want to be able to separate my shoulder while also being able to move my hip. You know, so first, you know, we don't think about it, but, you know, if you want to have a good volleyball strike, a good serve, you know, you want to be able to kill the ball, you know, extremely well, right, you have to have a strong lower body because you're going to get up in the air and then you have to look at what the hips do, right? So if you're a right-handed volleyball player and you go up to, to, to spike the ball, if I jump in the air, you're going to notice that right hip is going to be pulled back with the right arm and as you go to swing, that right hip is going to, you know, trigger that body to rotate towards the left and that arm and shoulder will follow suit. So if you have a weak lower body, if you have um, poor hip mobility, you're going to be limited at what you do when you rotate everything to, to kill the ball, to spike the ball on that right side. Same thing goes with the left side. Right, so if, if, if you're in the air, you got to notice that right hip goes back. So that's going to be external rotation. 
and that left hip is going to be traveling internal rotation. So if you're limited in that pelvic orientation, you're going to be limited in hip ER and IR, which means you're not going to get that much torque as you rotate to the right and then snap that right hip into internal rotation following that right arm um, where you're going to follow that right arm into that downswing. So it's important that, you know, when you have that layback of that right arm, that right hip is in external rotation. And then when you fire that right arm through, that hip goes into hip IR, that shoulder goes into um, hip or shoulder internal rotation as well. So you see that you have to have proper functioning of the, of the shoulder and the hip, right? So you have to have adequate shoulder mobility, but then you also have to have proper stability, especially in end ranges. Because if you look at that layback position when you're going to strike or spike the ball in, in volleyball, you know, that shoulder is going to be an aggressively in ER, external rotation. So if you're lacking in stability in that area, this is where that scap could get all wonky. This is where you could get some, you know, shoulder pain because your tendons just worn out and you don't have proper stability in that end range. Um, so it's important that you work on your shoulder mobility. You work on the stability piece. Um, so that's where you have to do the stability pieces like bottoms up presses. Um, you have to do various carries. You have to work on shoulder external rotation movements with bands. You have to make sure that the scapula is moving appropriately on the rib cage. So if you're an athlete that's stuck in this expanded position where your ribs are flared up high, that means your scap is not going to function properly because of where it's starting and where that you know starting position is. So this is where you have to make sure that your serratus anterior is working appropriately because that's going to allow for proper you know upward rotation of the, of the scap and downward rotation of the scap which is going to assist in, you know, abduction and adduction of the shoulder or that scap. It's going to, you know, allow for the lower, middle, upper trap to work. And if you notice for certain volleyball players, right, they, they have more of this predisp predisposition of, you know, rounded shoulders so they can have an aggressive anterior pelvic tilt. They can have this sway back posture, which is really going to affect what the arm does in space when they're up in the air trying to, you know, spike the ball, trying to serve it properly. Um, you know, so I just talked on two points because the first point was proper shoulder functioning. And the second point is going to be developing hip separation, right? So I just highlighted both of those, you know, so with that hip separation, you need to make sure that the hips can, you know, flex and extend, can internally rotate and externally rotate, has stability within those ranges, but then you're also strengthening your lower body. Right. So if you, if you want to have a strong upper body rotational power, you have to have a strong lower body because the hips are going to, you know, going to tell the upper body what to do and how much power, um, you know, how much power the upper body can have. So those are those two pieces um, that you're really going to want to focus on if you're trying to improve that upper body rotational power. One, proper shoulder functioning. Two, developing hip separation. Um so the third piece is going to be training unilaterally, right? So you want to have, you want to train your upper body, but you don't want to be stuck in these bilateral positions such as benching, overhead pressing. Um, and, you know, again, that's going to kind of um, piggyback off of proper shoulder functioning because if you are training unilaterally, then you are going to, you know, 
teach the body how to move properly. So the, the unilateral training that I love to do with my volleyball players, basketball players, baseball players, right? It's going to be, you know, dumbbell bench pressing. It's going to be landmine pressing. It's going to be um, landmine rotational presses. Those are going to be great movements that teach the, the scap and strengthen the serratus and allow the body to work through asymmetries. Um, because if you're always benching, one side will probably be stronger, especially if you're a volleyball player, if you're always hitting with your right arm or always hitting with your left arm. Because if you're benching, how do you kind of figure out those asymmetries? But if you're doing a dumbbell bench, right, you're going to see that all oh, that left arm is much weaker than the right or that right arm is much weaker. Um, and you're really going to get to tackle those. So it's important that you're not just doing, you know, seated horizontal presses on the machine, barbell benching, barbell military pressing. It's important that you're training your upper body unilaterally. Um, but of course, let's check the boxes first with healthy movement by learning how to do a proper push-up, right? Because you can really take advantage of um, various push-up movements that can improve shoulder functioning that is going to strengthen the upper body appropriately. Because you don't want to be a volleyball player that has a really, 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 really defined or really, really big bodybuilding-like upper body because then you're probably going to be limited in rotation. You're going to be limited in that snap when you're trying to um, rear back and spike. Um, so that third point is train the upper body unilaterally. So that's you know dumbbell alternating benching. That's two dumbbell bench press. That's single arm incline, decline, flat bench press, that's push-up variations like yoga push-ups or yoga push-ups with an opposite arm reach. That's a landmine press, landmine rotational press. We even use the Viking press here when we are doing upper body pressing just because um, a, lot of, a lot of people, athletes, volleyball players especially, can't reach their arm overhead a proper, properly without really jacking their hips forward. So if you use a Viking press on a landmine attachment, it allows you to strengthen the upper body without putting the low back in jeopardy. The third piece is going to be um, training the upper body explosively. So that's doing these total body lifts or upper body movements, but very fast. Um, because if you're moving slow, so if you're doing dumbbell benching or you know, you know, going crazy heavy for four to six reps, right? There's going to be benefit, but eventually you're going to have to train them. You're going to have to train it fast. So if you're doing, you know, really, really heavy dumbbell bench pressing, you're moving slow. And if you're moving slow, you're training slow. So you want to get to a point where you're starting to move explosively. So this is where we love doing dumbbell snatches, landmine jerks, landmine push pressing, and then also med ball throw variations, because that's where we start to work on strength speed or speed strength movements which can help increase velocity when you're trying to, you know, get that snap when you're, when you're spiking the ball, when you're serving. And this is where you can strengthen the upper body at various speeds. Um, so that's the fourth point if you really want to train your upper body to have some rotational power. So to recap, four points. Proper shoulder functioning. So making sure your arm can move in external rotation and internal rotation properly, but that also that you have proper end range in those positions. And then working on where that rib is compared to the pelvis and also how that scap is moving into upward rotation or downward rotation. That can really improve shoulder functioning 
while strengthening your shoulder to allow you to have a strong rotational, strong, um, strong upper body rotational power. Next, develop hip separation. So focus on hips. Make sure the hips are moving um, properly in hip IR and hip ER, but then also strengthening your lower body. So if your hips are stuck, whether your pelvic is jammed in an anterior orientation or you have that sway back posture or you're limited in hip ER, IR, the backside of your hips are tight, you know, whatever it might be, you can't get proper hip flexion without arching the low back. Make sure you're working on that because finding those ranges and then strengthening those ranges will help improve your upper body rotational power. Um, next, unilateral training. Make sure you're not just doing barbell benching. Make sure you're not just doing barbell overhead pressing. Make sure you're doing dumbbell benching, single arm pressing, alternating pressing, push-up variations, landmine pressing. That's going to help a ton. And then last, train your upper body fast. So that's various dumbbell snatching movements, landmine explosive movements. Various push-up movements can be done explosively as well. And then throwing medicine balls against the wall, overhead, um, underhand, as high as you can, as fast as you can. Um, I hope those four points helped. I know if you take that into account and implement it into your training, you're going to see great results and you're going to be performing how you'd like to perform. Thanks for tuning in and have an awesome day.